TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. <laughs> I'm not a physician. Oh, the show before the show is always something special. Good afternoon, everybody. Nice to have you with us on a Tuesday in the nation's capital and beyond. Team 980, the Odyssey app, you know the drill. The DOC is in the house holding court as he often does. Adam Peters talking in Indy. What is he saying? A whole lot of nothing. And maybe that's not such a bad thing. And should the commanders even consider a trade for Sam Howell? Good afternoon, DOC. How are you, pal? Rooster, uh, I'm good, man. You and Essex. And then they have uh, Grant walk in here and spend quality time. Mm Mm-hmm. With us, well, for me, well, I, don't, I, mean, I, I don't know if I would consider having you that two time, two yeah. giants in the industry, yeah. bantering along. That right. was uh, that was good for me to. I never really heard of Grant Paulson, especially we're talking puck, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> which I just I, I felt like a, you know, I, hey, Essex, I felt like a kid that had just won lottery tickets and got to sit in as the two HOFers. Or just talking ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. That was that was cool. Yeah, was really I, cool. I, I don't know how much ball we were talking. More like ball busting, but that's uh, you know that's a different type of uh, of Whoa. element. Uh, but th- that's okay. That's what we do uh, a lot here. All right, DOC. Let's get to it. Um, so Adam Peters, the new general manager of the Washington Commanders, spoke. Uh, I think it was. I guess it was like the end of the eleven o'clock hour at the podium in Indianapolis, and then spoke to a small group of reporters uh, on the side afterwards. And I've heard most of it. Um, Some of it was about Brock Purdy. Some of it was about Christian McCaffrey and his 49ers ties. One thing that jumped out to me amongst a sea of, I don't really want to talk that much and say all that much that Adam Peters had was that they're not going to put the franchise tag on anybody this period of uh, uh, this year. And I don't think that's unexpected in any way, shape, or form. But I think it was interesting that for a guy who was clearly playing poker 
and clearly not wanting to reveal his intentions and clearly trying to diffuse everything. And he did it in a, not a Bruce Allen jerkish sort of way. He did it in a, hey, I'm a good dude, but you guys got to understand, I've got a job, I've got information to protect. I can't tell you what you exactly want to know and need to know or want the public to know sort of way. Adam Peters did give us that. Did give us that, if I heard correctly, which I believe I did, that they are not going to give anybody the franchise tag. And two things come out of that. Number one, Doc, I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think it's an unexpected thing. Would you be surprised if that holds up as the truth and they don't give anybody the franchise tag? And then the second question coming out of that is this is the second time, essentially, long-term, we've heard him talk. And he's just not loose lips Ronnie Rivera. He's just not going to put this team or him in the firing line. And is that a bad thing? I don't think it is. I just hope that this franchise, I hope our fan base gets used to how business is conducted the right way. We become so accustomed to the clownsmanship that has been indicative of how this program has been operated for a couple of decades. Mm -hmm. So you ask me, what did I think? I don't think anything of it. Didn't listen to a word of it. Don't care about anything that's said all week. I don't care about anything they say because eventually they're going to have to do things. I'll react to what's done, not what's speculated upon. Because this is liar's poker. I understand the event. And although I've been a participant on it year after year after year, I finally just decided, you know what? I'm out. I'm out. I'm going to react to what is done and leave all of this genius um, theories and mind-boggling assumptions to all you geniuses. And I'll sit this one out and play it by ear. Well, and listen, I I, I totally get that and understand that nothing that Adam Peters, nothing that Dan Quinn, nothing that anyone says should be taken 100% at full face value. I totally get that. And they understand how to play the game, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Try and give as little as possible Mm -hmm. without being a jerk. It's a game that Bruce Allen never figured out. It's a game, quite honestly, that Dan Snyder never figured out. The rare times that he that he did actually talk, right? But Bruce intentionally Mm -hmm. never figured it out. Right? Was never capable. Um, hated the media, had a vengeance towards the media. I don't think Adam Peters, mm-hmm. I don't think Dan Quinn, in any way, shape, or form, have a vengeance or an agenda against the media. They understand the role. They understand that questions are going to have to be asked. They understand how you can answer certain questions. Basically, it's like I, I, what I call it is lawyer speak, right? I mean, good, like good term. Good y- term. You know, when 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 you're on trial or in a courtroom. Uh, opening arguments, closing arguments, what have you, lawyers have tricks and ways they can present certain things for optical or visual uh, or, or, or verbal illusions. And that's basically what these guys get. We had Dan Quinn a week and a half on the show, uh, a week and a half ago, I should say, on the show. He didn't say much of anything. Your stepson, Linnell, was all pissed that I didn't ask him about, you know, his evaluate his full evaluation of Sam Howell. Listen, beep, beep. I knew he wasn't going to say anything. 
I, I mean, I, I asked him sort of a way around that, like what you know, what do you think? And and he sidestepped it. Adam Peters sidestepped. I don't know, 10, 12 questions today. And you know what? I think that's a good thing. The least, the let's put it this way. The less we know, Doc, the better. And I said this when Adam Peters was hired, when Dan Quinn was hired. Again, they will be accessible. They will be available from time to time. They will be nice guys. I don't want them to be as... I'm the guy. <laughs> as chatty-lipped as that guy was, on or off the record. Because here's the deal. You wind up creating narratives that you shouldn't create. Two, you wind up... You wind up thinking that if I say something off the record to somebody that it's not going to come out in some way, shape, or form, or it's not going to be interpreted, and then I'm not going to be asked about it on the record. Meaning, if I say to John Kine, hey, man, I don't think we're going to sign Cam Curl, right, a week from now, uh, a week before free agency. We're going to let him test the do, – do we actually think that that news isn't going to come out? And then when they – get behind the mic again, they're going to say or be asked, hey, uh, there was a report that said you guys weren't going to sign Cam Curl. What went into that? Why did you do that? What was the reasoning for that? So even when they talk off the record and behind the scenes, and I'm not saying these guys are or are not, I don't know. I'm not having these conversations just yet. Even when they talk behind the scenes, it eventually comes to the surface. It eventually bubbles to the surface. So I would rather them... Be on the podium. I would rather them talk and say a lot of nothing, basically, which is what we got out of Adam Peters, and I think Dan Quinn speaks later on today, basically getting a lot of nothing and walking away, yeah, maybe being a little frustrated that there isn't a whole lot of clarity, but our job is not necessarily always to get clarity, Doc. Our job is to, you say, speculate, Play the speculation game. Hey, man, what are they going to do with Cam Curl? What are they going to do with Curtis Samuel? Are they going to bring back Antonio Gibson? Are they going to draft a quarterback at number two? Are they going to go heavy defense because that's Dan Quinn's lean? We don't know. We don't have to know. It's part of what makes this give and take, this pull and tug, interesting to me and dynamic and fun. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you got to do whatever turns you on. The beauty about this is that you have the right – to handle this any way you like to. Again, this is my 14th coaching change. Mm-hmm. So I'm it's not I don't find any humor in it. It's not fun to me. It's torture. I can't look at a program that doesn't work or a system that's inexact. Nobody knows and I keep going, "Wait a minute. At what point am I going to stop acting like you can actually figure this out? You can't." It's like the Cupid's a Kobe. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep turning this thing. Yeah. Some people can, I can't. The, so I'm yeah, the Rubik's cube. Rubik's yep. cube. Yep. So I'm going. Do I not have a life? Yeah, I got other things going on. I can figure something out in sports right. Right. that I really like watching. Like I told you, Puck. Yeah. Right now, the Caps. I'm so like going. Wow. We're gonna get into that. I know, but I'm just saying. Yep. Me, per- no, no. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to change your agenda. Yeah. I'm just saying. I don't chase ambulances. Yeah. I'm not a looky loop. It's a wreck on the beltway. I don't stop and look. I just keep going. And I'm going now. 
All the every year, we got the draft gurus. They're always wrong. Everybody's wrong about the draft. Yet we put all this effort and time into it as if we're going to change it. We're not. Yeah. There's only one or two of these suckers that are going to be worth a damn. That's it. One or two. The rest of them are going to be where the rest of this trash pile goes. They get paid. They're non-productive, and we move on. We got to get one of the two. You talking about gambling? Gambling's in now. Let's figure this one out. That's why this McCarthy talk to me that intrigues me. What intrigues me now is if you don't get one in the second, whatever you decide to do is fine. Who's going to be the crown jewel of this particular draft? That to me is exciting. That's why we got a group with with Peters and these guys that I trust. Can they figure it out? What's going to happen with Kirk? Somebody's offering you now with Howell. What happens to Jacoby? There's a lot of interesting things I'm into. That excites me. This thing about these punks playing in college, that we have no idea what they're going to be and do about, you know, don't do it for me, but we'll see. All right. I know the answer to this question, so I'll just just self-answer it. Let it out. It doesn't – what Adam Peters said today, what Adam Peters didn't say really means a whole lot of nothing. I know to you it doesn't mean a whole lot. doesn't mean I'm right. Right. No, No, that's your personal belief. I heard somebody that – I won't mention his name, Linnell, went through all these different scenarios about if this happened. And you know what? It consumed – he probably had 10 papers. It's fine. Yeah, I've been turned on it. He's not going to be right, and everybody knows he's not. (laughs) But why not take a shot at it? Right, right. You know what I mean? It's right. do you. Yeah. Everybody's you got to do, do themselves. But I understand yeah. where you're coming from, that yeah. it doesn't mean a whole hill of a beans, right? You it don't it mean just doesn't nothing. mean a, a whole lot of nothing. Entertain but yourself is here, what I'm saying. There's a couple of things that mm-hmm. does mean something, like you right. said, kind of talking about more established guys or established situations, right? And, and I opened the show asking... Were you surprised? Are you surprised? Because Peters basically said, and I don't know how many people caught it because he kind of said it low tone, that they weren't, you know, that they weren't going to extend the franchise tag on anybody. So that means Cam Curl is a free agent unless they get an extension. Nothing surprised. That means no, in other words, you're in last place, what, three out of four right. years? Nobody should be protected. In my opinion, everybody's up for questioning. My entire roster right now is negotiable. Absolutely. That's Cam Curl is not going to get the franchise tag because, A, he shouldn't. B, even though he's a versatile switchblade. He's a nice player. It's like $18 million a year to get the franchise tag. And it's either pay that for one year all against your cap mm-hmm. or it's start a long-term negotiation mm-hmm. off of that. Now, that mm-hmm. doesn't mean every year he would make – $18 million per year And that may not be on no average, money in two years. But that's the number that yeah. the agents use as a baseline for the negotiation. This cap. is something that all the dum-dums didn't understand yeah. when I was screaming back in 2015 and 2016 mm-hmm. about not giving Kirk Cousins the franchise tag mm-hmm. because once you set the bar at a certain number, that's where the negotiation starts. Well, they should have traded him to the Niners. We would have been way over this. Absolutely. That, 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 that. Absolutely. But the point being is it should not surprise anyone that right. this team is not in the business of making bad one-year transactions like previous regimes were, right. and including Ron Rivera with Brandon Sheriff. And I didn't have as big of a problem with that one as others did because I didn't think Brandon Sheriff was as great as everybody thought he was. And he couldn't stay on the field. Now, he stayed yeah. on the field in Jacksonville, which yeah. is the biggest surprise to me, but he's still not – like, he's good, but he's not – 
dominant like a war daddy like Larry Allen but back in the days used to be. if you ran the offense yeah. that he earned those accolades in, That's fun. he is a badass. That's fun. That's because fun. you put him in open field, run those screen. When Jay's offense, yeah. But they never ran the offense to fit his right. skill set, in my opinion. Okay. So and, you got to match. You got to mix and match with talent. You're right. They never did that. Why? Because they were trying to make a child a child star. So we try instead of getting veterans running your offense, we mm. were trying to run a daycare. So isn't, isn't that what we do around here? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's the problem. The problem is that now you have an, a staff right. has a lot of experience. Yeah. People that have done this, you're not experimenting anymore. Yeah. So hopefully they can take what's left of this this, this talentless team and find out how to put them in a position to be talented yeah. so they can win with By them. the way, just for poops and giggles, mm-hmm. Brandon Sheriff played 1,079 snaps at right guard last year for the mm-hmm. Jacksonville Jaguars, a team that choked mm-hmm. down the stretch, did not make the playoffs. Yeah. 67.3 overall, mm-hmm. according to PFF, out of 100, for whatever yeah. that's worth. 78.7 yeah. in pass blocking, mm-hmm. 61.1 out of 100 in run blocking. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to drop those numbers on yeah. you. We will get to uh, the other things that I have on on, on the uh, dossier, if you will. But, again, j- just while we're while we're here, not a surprise, right, correct, that they're not going to franchise anybody. Not you wouldn't have done that either. Nobody. Okay. Good. We're with you. Is anybody, should anybody be surprised? I hope, I hope that nobody comes and says, oh, well, Curtis Samuel caught 62 passes last year and he was better than Jahan Dotson, so we've got to keep him. He's nice. Listen, Curtis Samuel's a nice player. Not, I like him a lot. He's not worth $21 million a year. Well, you're worth what you can get. Uh, well, I ain't giving it to him. But somebody else might. Well, somebody else might. Let them have that right, issue. Right, I agree. I'm not doing it. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't to your point, people. I'm not rewarding mediocrity. No, I don't. I just need to win. See, we have good players. We can't win with them. Right now, that doesn't mean it's their fault. Right, could have been numbskulls in charge. That's fair. But that we will determine. What I don't pay to lose, I don't pay to lose. Well, then I ain't paying any of these. What guys. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, that's just me. Yeah. Just because you're in the league. Doesn't mean you get rich. You get rich when you win. In my system, now we win. There's everybody gets paid, and, and obviously guys get paid even if the team doesn't win. In the, certain you, systems, right? Because of guaranteed money and long term and the right. nature of the system, right. you have to pay certain people that you identify as building blocks, franchise cornerstones, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And obviously, this team does have some of those pieces. How? How they're viewed, how they're graded, is a little bit different and a little bit skeptical. Well, the clock starts now with subject. this group, exactly, because right. you have Terry McLaurin, you have Jonathan Allen, you have Deron yeah, Payne, who are pass. all under long-term contracts. Yeah, but, yeah, that's fine. They have to make a decision how they view those players. To your point, absolutely. And I think most people would look, even though this team has not won enough, clearly they would look at those people as building blocks, if not franchise cornerstones. Now that being said. Again, we move past one thing that Adam Peters did mention is they've had some discussions with Cam Curl's agent about perhaps doing a contract extension before he hits free agency. Mm -hmm. I don't know where that's going to go. I don't know how that's going to wind up. My guess is they don't get a deal done before the start of free agency. That's only my guess. The other thing, and I did not hear him address this, but I could have missed it because I had to come in. 
There's this wild rumor, wild might be a stretch, from Ralph Facciano, a longtime New York newspaper writer who works and covers the NFC East for FoxSports.com, that the commanders are possibly going to receive trade interest or have received trade interest in Sam Howell and could possibly fetch a third-round pick. When we return, when we return, we'll start to knock down your calls. We'll get Doc's opinion on whether or not the commanders should even entertain the offer, what it would take to move on from Sam Howell, and should they be in the addition or the subtraction mentality at the quarterback position? I'll give you my spin on all of that. Docs as well. 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener line. In a wreck, Ace Law help you get a check. Call them at 8888-ACE-LAW. Call us. 301-230-0980 on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, so Adam Peters speaking at the Combine. Again, no franchise tag, not expected. Uh, or not that that was a, um, expected. I think anybody reasonable thought that the commanders were not going to give a franchise tag towards anyone. The quote that Peters had about Cam Curl's uh, future negotiations, what have you, which I think is appropriate, and I think if you're going to bring back one of the big four, if you will, Kendall Fuller, Antonio Gibson, or uh, Curtis Samuel, it would be Cam Curl. Quote, by Nikki Javala. I can just say from playing against him when I was in San Francisco, he was always one of the best players on the defense, a guy we had to watch out for, a guy we had to game plan for. So a lot of respect for him. I've heard great things about him. We're going to definitely explore that and see if it fits into our overall plans. End quote. Does that tell you anything besides surface level stuff 
surface level interest about Cam Curl staying long term in Washington, no, or does that real. tell you really? No, I think it's it's truthful. Yeah, you can cut on any film or watch any highlight package. Cam Curl can play the game. Yep. he's a hell of a player. Like we probably have a half a dozen or more guys that could play on any team in the league. The problem is we can't win as a unit. So when you're looking for a lot of teams have Arizona is a perfect example. They've had really good players. They cannot win as a team. So what you got to do is get that combination mm-hmm. of good players, uh, play, role players, a couple of studs, and it's all blended by scheme and leadership. And somebody in there that's a pain in their rear end that kind of gets them to where they got to be. That's the blend of it. And that's what's so hard to get done because – and that's why it's an inexact science. Well, somebody's mad. He yeah. yelled at me, or somebody said he wants me to be there too early, or somebody he got the he, I want the ball, and that's when you got to be yeah. a daycare advisor. Yeah. So that's what's tough. I would say this. I, I would say it's encouraging to hear this out of Adam Peters if you're a Cam Curl guy. I think most of us are Cam Curl fans. I think it's encouraging, but I think if Cam Curl, his agent, his dad, Greg, uh, what have you, who've been loud on Twitter over the years. If they are expecting $20 million a year and for him to stay in Washington, that's not happening, number one. Number two, I don't think that's happening anywhere. Uh, It's just not. He's not enough of a dynamic difference maker, enough of a ball-hawking safety. He's not Earl Thomas in his prime, a pencil eraser. That's not what he is. So that's one of the big news items, if you will, to come out of that. Now, the other thing he said Real quickly, before we get to and turn the page on whether they should do something with Sam Howell here, is essentially, according to, uh, again, the reporters on the scene, he basically said, look, um, we are not going to build this thing through free agency. We all know they have somewhere in the neighborhood of $85 million, roughly. I mean, again, the numbers are all over the place. Uh, you can... You can certainly, again, say, well, well, if they cut these guys, Logan Thomas, Charles Leno, Andrew Wiley, they could have over $100 million. If they keep them, they could have less than $85 million. Who the hell knows? Nobody except for the NFL Management Council actually knows the exact number because that's the only official number of record, and that's not a public record. However, that being said, they have plenty of money to do what they want in free agency. And Adam Peters said basically, look, Not that you would expect him to say anything different, but he said basically, look, we're not building this team through free agency. If everybody that thinks we're going to come in and just spend a boatload of money on free agency, uh, and he didn't say it exactly in this term, but if if you think that's the plan and, and how we're going to do this, then you're wrong. You're sorely mistaken. And, Doc, even though they have money, And even though they have assets, which might be the best thing you can say about the Ron Rivera era, is that they left them, A, the number two overall pick because of their own dysfunction and disaster, and B, they left them with a bunch of money under the cap, whatever that number is. He said, quote, we want to build responsibly, and I don't know if going after a bunch of high-priced free agents sets you up for the long term. When you hear that, do you expect them to be major players? Do you expect them to be moderate players? Do you expect them to make one big splash or a bunch of nickel and dime, ham and egg, nine to five type splashes across the board? I think they identify talent very well based on how well he's drafted mid-rounders in Frisco. 
everybody around the league kind of understands it. You the ability to identify talent that other people miss, then the black hole in the NFL is incompetent assistant coaches. Once you give me a talent, can I coach that person up or down? What's happened here, the, our secondary was a prime example. We don't know how talented they are. We know they didn't develop. Mm-hmm. So Witt Jr. and companies, and they, as they've shown where they've been, just that they can get the people you have to be better, you win. Now, if you can bring other people over that really want to be special, then you can win. This is why so much of this is mental. Most of these guys are athletic enough to be able to play, but are they intelligent enough to understand what it takes to be a good teammate and to be a winner? And that's why we, we the biggest offseason move we made was Peters. Now he's going to work, and now you're watching this thing brick by brick come together. So I wouldn't get hung up over anybody. I wait to see what he does and then find out who he allows to coach him. We don't talk schemes. I love that. We're not talking really about anything until he makes a move. And then I'll be listening carefully as to how he tries to throw us off the scent. All right, next up, and we'll have to get your full answer on the other side. There's this report out there that the commanders could possibly fetch a third-round pick for Sam Howell. Should they even consider trading Sam Howell or is that a no-go from the start? And if you were to consider trading Sam Howell, what would it take for you to want to part with Sam Howell? Should there be anything such as Sam Howell is untouchable? Doc's answer and thoughts on that, mine as well, yours, coming up in just a couple of moments. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. We got a bunch of calls already on hold. We'll get to you right after the 130 trending alert right here right now on the Team 980. All right, so as we've mentioned, Adam Peters speaking at the scouting combine earlier today and saying that the commanders will not give the franchise tag out, but indeed confirming that they are and have had some discussions with specifically Cam Curl, one of their big pending unrestricted free agents. More on Adam Peters and the direction of the commanders, including what he did with Sam Howell. And it's not a trade coming up in just a couple of moments right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Meanwhile, the Caps with a big win last night, 6-3 to three over the Ottawa Senators. Alexei Protas with a goal and two assists. Beck Malenstein with a second goal of a 14-second span for the Caps midway through the second period. And the boys with another big two points. Tonight, they have to do it again against a very talented and young Detroit Red Wing team who just beat the Chicago Blackhawks in overtime on a Patrick Kane game winner at the UC on Sunday night. The Red Wings resting and awaiting the Capitals second night of back-to-back, 7 o'clock on 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app. And... We have the Golden State Warriors in town at Capital One Arena for the Washington Wizards. And Chris Paul is going to make his return to the Warriors lineup. Of course, remember, he was part of the trade that landed Jordan Poole and others here in Washington. The play-by-play begins at 645. The coverage begins at 645. Play-by-play just after 7 o'clock with Dave Johnson and company right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. And that's what's trending.
All right, along with the DOC, it is the uh, the old rooster, Matty Ice, on the other side of the Glass Nationals underway on this Tuesday afternoon down in West Palm Beach, taking on their co-spring training mates, the Houston Astros, for a second time in four days. Nothing, nothing, bottom of the second. This is Zach Davies' debut after signing a minor league deal. Trust me, he will be a part of this rotation if he can stay healthy. Uh, and right now in the bottom of the second, the Astros are the home team in this contest. Nothing, nothing uh, down in West Palm Beach. Talking, obviously, about the commanders, Adam Peters meeting with the media. He said, Doc, he took a walk around the facility, around the the, the area, if you will, of command land, of Commander's Park. Uh, didn't give much detail on the conversation with Sam Howell. That's okay. I don't need him to. That's private conversation, what have you. But then you have this report that comes out yesterday about, and and again, it's just a report. It does not mean it's true. It does not mean it's anything more than speculation that the commanders could possibly be shopping Sam Howell or could be receiving trade interest on Sam Howell. And Ralph Acciano of Fox Sports, longtime New York newspaper writer, uh, said he was hearing that Sam Howell could fetch a third-round pick. So let me start the conversation with you by asking this. A, would you trade Sam Howell this offseason, or would you not trade Sam Howell before we discuss what possible compensation? Yay or nay, are you dead set against it, or are you all for it, or somewhere in between? The way my brain functions, I'm going, why would you bring Kingsbury over here Mm -hmm. and not make that his decision? He's had to have assessed Sam. First of all, his assessment's everything. You also, because a lot of us said towards the end of the year, well, wait a minute, who's the best quarterback on the team? Jacoby Brissett. Well, that's what some of us said. Yeah. So I want to know what their evaluation is. They haven't even told us, and I appreciate them for not telling us anything. But wouldn't you like to know what they think? If they trade him, then they obviously don't want to keep him. You don't get rid of anybody you think can help you win. Of course, yeah. So that tells you all you need to know. They put him up. He didn't pass their test. I mean, we don't know if they've actually put him up for sale. We don't know, but that's my point. So it doesn't matter what I think. I want to know what they think. Okay, but what would you do if you were Adam Peters? Because I can't get them to tell me. I can get you to tell me. Again, I saw enough from him that I like, but I don't know why he held the ball. A grenade blew up in his hand over and over and over, and I don't know why. And when he held the ball less in the second half of the season, he made way, 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 way more mistakes. He got better, but then a guy came off the bench and made it look simple. Right. But before that, the reason why the guy came off the bench to make it look simple is mm-hmm. because Sam Howell was really struggling. Now, he had significantly cut down his sacks, right, starting with that Philadelphia home loss after the Giants debacle week seven, I think that was, at MetLife Stadium. He had cut down on his sacks, but what he did in turn was he increased his inefficiency, his inaccuracy, his 
Uh, his footwork was choppy. His release was all over the place. Maybe his anticipation, his timing, and clearly he had a a big time problem down the stretch. Too many turnovers, too many pick sixes, but too many interceptions that weren't necessarily the problem in the first half of the season when he was getting his brains beat out. So basically what you have is a mishmash of Sam Howell. Some good, some bad, as we know. I, Doc, here's the deal. I would not trade Sam Howell unless you came to me, and I don't think any team would be this stupid, unless you came to me and said, hey, we're going to give you a second-round pick for Sam Howell, or we're going to give you a cheap, veteran, proven backup quarterback because we think you're going to draft a quarterback at number two. You have to have veteran insurance, A, because guys get hurt all the time, B, because you never know how good the rookie is going to be, maybe you want to take your time, maybe you want to let him sit, whatever the case might be. A second-round pick, which I don't think anybody would offer. You're not going to get that. Or a cheap veteran backup, and who would that cheap veteran backup be? Well, again, you have to look at guys that are under contract, right? Joe Flacco is not under contract anymore to the Cleveland Browns. Mitch Trubisky right now is under contract, but they're going to let him go. But right now he is. Mason Rudolph, I think, is a free agent, so I don't know if that Sam. you know if that goes. Um, Gardner Minshew is a free agent. Baker Mayfield obviously is not well, in this category. Guys, yeah, they're yeah, better than right. Sam. So who would that guy be? I don't know. I don't know who you would say is a guy that would be worthy and absolutely better than Sam Howell. So to me, I scratch that off my list and I say, okay, if a team is willing somehow, some way, because they're so desperate for quarterbacks and they think this guy is a better fit and Cliff Kingsbury, to your point, determines that he's not a fit in my system. And that's, again, for Cliff to tell Adam Peters and Adam Peters to agree, disagree, evaluate, what have you. Then he's out. Then, if I can get a second-round pick, I get a second-round pick. You're not getting pick. a second-round pick for him. I, I, and I agree with that. Now, yeah. my question is, if I choose not if – I cho- if I say, if I'm Cliff Kingsbury, this is not a fit for me, I don't even want him as my backup or as my potential fringe starter or a potential 50-50 comp, uh, compete, whatever. If I go to Adam Peters and say, listen, nice young man – Talented arm, athletic, smart, hard worker, just not a fit for me. Not a fit for me, dog. Then if you're Adam Peters, what do you do? Do you hold out for a second-round pick? Or do you say, i got to get something for this guy because the coach that we hired doesn't want him, doesn't like him. So that's the other third's element nice. to this, right? Then again, third is a late second or early fourth. It depends on where it's yep. at. yeah. So the number third sounds good. Right. You look deeper into it. It's like Chase's deal. Yep. Everybody kept saying, oh, he got a third. No, I really got a fourth. So it all depends. And, again, you can get a jewel in the seventh. Rudy, As Adam Peters we, did. We've, we've got people, so that's yeah. why I've just been beaten over the head so many times. The round doesn't matter. It's the person that you get in it. We've had too many gold medal free agents, and late-round picks throughout the history of this program. But what tied them all together? The coaches that coached them, the Pettibones, the Gibbs, the Bugles. All the success stories had a successful coach around them. 
Show me a great player that came out with a bum. So what we don't talk about enough is how the two marriages come together. Great leadership and coaching players. It's fertilizer, ground, water, everything works in sync. You get a nut, what do you produce? Very little. Confidence, Joe, Joe, Richie, boom. Bobby, every, and now the crops start popping up. Then you go through these tough periods where they're not picking people, and even when they get good people, they got bad coaches. So they don't reach their maturity. Mm. They don't get over the hump. We've, we had LeVar out of position. Look at all the talent that when we were struggling, but we didn't have the right people going. You know, we take Spurrier's a great guy, but he wasn't ready. So you go through that. Look how much talent you wasted. So there's a casualties come by selecting the wrong people to manage talent. Now that we've got that fixed, now let's just wait and see who they select, then how they coach them up, scheme them up, and I guarantee you we're going to get better results. All right, that's the DOC. You are you, and let's get out to Matt in Eastern Shore in the leadoff spot on the phones on the Ace Law listener lines. What's up, Matt? How are you? Thanks for holding on. What's going on? How you doing, gentlemen? Good, Matt. Love what's going show. on? Thank you. Hey, so I got a plan for Adam Peters and Dan Quinn, okay? Hear me out. So we have cap money to to spend. What I suggest is for us to sign Kirk Cousins, trade down with the second pick, and, and gain more picks because Adam Peters is known for getting a haul or getting a um, good players late. So get um, more player, get more picks, sign Kirk Cousins, draft J.J. McCarthy, and then build up the roster from there so that you're spending the cap uh, money that you have this year, but you have a young gun in the wings just waiting, but you also have a proven vet that you can work with as well. Plus, Adam Peters was from that San Francisco tree that, <clears throat> excuse me, he was from that um, San Francisco tree that actually wanted Kirk Cousins anyway. Mm-hmm. They wanted Kirk Cousins originally, but, you know, Washington would not play ball. So this way you can still get Kirk, who – you know, is a good vet, but also you have your young gut and J.J. McCarthy, and you don't have to spend your second overall pick. You can get a lineman, work on that line, and then build with the second, uh, two second-round draft picks that we have, get more linemen as well to protect them. All right, a couple of things there, okay? I, I Listen, I love Kirk Cousins. I would love to see him back, but I, what makes me think that they're going to spend $40 million a year on, say, a two-year deal, mostly guaranteed for 36-year-old Kirk Cousins coming off a blown Achilles. I, I don't see that, but I like your line of thinking, especially being McCarthy, that— well, that and that's the other, that. and that's the other thing, yeah. right? Would you then—I mean, if you're going to sink a maybe late first via trade backup or yeah. an early second in a J.J. McCarthy— Yep. Or like Michael that. Penix or Bo Nix, but I just use McCarthy. Then at that point, are you trading Sam Howell? Yeah, because then I could get a, if I could get a third. If we're playing the nail nail game, then I can trade and I could get a 
pick, a third pick for a guy who's not going to play for me that mm-hmm. I don't want, mm-hmm. that is proven to me that he's got a circuit broken. I move that. He may It may come together for somebody else. Here's the thing. Don't you need three well, good guys, quarterbacks at this I point? I need three and, and one on the practice squad. Yeah. I need as many as possible. Well, guys, yeah. I, Cause I also, cause if you trade Sam, you don't have to get a three. You could trade Sam and get a, a four. But Adam Peters has made his living, so we've heard right. of getting good players between the fourth and seventh round. Right, so if sure. You get a fourth right, for sure. Sam. You can you can still build your roster up, but also, like I said, getting Kurt is the key, or trying to get Kurt is the key because he is coming off an injury, but. He's not going to warrant top of the top tier money because he is coming off the injury. You signed Kirk for oh, no, no, 30, no, wrong there, thirty wrong. mil a year. Let me correct you. I there. don't think you're getting. Yeah, yeah, you're getting no. no. Yeah, Kirk's getting paid. Yeah, if you're, one thing you're not you getting heard about 30. Kirk. Kurt's getting top dollar. Thank you, man. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate it. Good appreciate third, the though. call. I mean, it's 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 a good idea. It's a yeah. good con. I, and I would love for Kirk to come back. Yeah, I would too. We get and I think Kirk oh would be God. open to it with Bruce Allen and Dan Snyder not here. He probably will. He's too smart to. Yeah. Why would you? And remember, you I, the best point Matt made mm-hmm. not only was the combination of Cousins and JJ McCarthy because yeah. you could see you where both of those guys would kind of be sort of similar. Yeah, love the that. other the other part of it was. Adam Peters was in San Francisco where, yeah. again, they tried to offer, what, the number two overall oh, pick yeah, for Kirk yeah. Cousins. You happened. obviously work yeah. side-by-side side with Kyle Shanahan, who yeah. has a natural affinity, mm-hmm. of course, for Kirk Cousins. So I can't rule He's it accurate. out. He's I'm efficient. just trying to look yeah. responsibly and say, does it make sense to spend $35 million, $40 million per year under the cap with this cap surplus that you have, even with the cap going up super-duper over the weekend, does it make sense for a 36-year-old Kirk Cousins Cousins coming off the yeah, blown it does Achilles. then to reach at two and miss. That's a good with point. With a child. That's a good point. Yeah, see, I because can't, yeah. They, everybody just says, no, you draft a quarterback number two and you keep swinging. And even if you screw up, you no, keep swinging. No, you can't, well, wait yeah. a second, I'm, I'm tired of swinging. You can't keep doing it. No, I need somebody one. who can play. Because McCarthy, to me, because I believe in that, I want somebody that's been coached hard, that wins, yeah. that knows how to win, that got wheels. And he you, can throw, yeah. And, and you know Kirk Cousins can play. Oh, he can play. He doesn't need necessarily his Achilles to be 100% or it, it's not like you're, you're it's not like you're talking no, about Lamar Jackson amputated. with a blown Achilles. He wasn't amputated. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, he's fine. All right, 301-230-0980. More of your calls coming up, including Dr. Sabah Bones, uh, Sweet Lou, and more of the usual suspects. We haven't heard from Dr. In just a little bit, Doc on Doc right here on a Tuesday afternoon in the nation's capital and beyond Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, should the commanders even consider a trade for Sam Howell? That's the report, speculation. We all know anyone can play that game. It doesn't have to be true. It could be literally like, oh, we need a backup quarterback, i.e. a New York Jets, Joe Douglas, their GM, because Zach Wilson stinks, and they're going to get rid of him. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers, obviously, is still coming back from the Achilles injury suffered on opening night. We need a proven backup quarterback. Hey, man, what about Sam Howell? Boy, he's young. He's proven. He's cheap. He's this. He's that. He showed something last year. He showed some bumps in the road, what have you. And then all of a sudden, you've got a story that the commanders are trying to trade Sam Howell. Whether that's true or not, don't know. You're going to hear from Adam Peters in just a wee little bit because 
he basically, again, at the podium today in Indianapolis, said something about Sam Howell that doesn't guarantee anything, but it does shed some, again, light on right now what he was willing to tell the media, which may or may not be ultimately a long-term thing, but it was interesting to hear, as I just was able to hear it uh, during our break. Maddie will fire that up for Oh, you got it? Okay. All right. Before we get to Dr. Sabah, let's get to this. Adam Peters, just a second ago, or just a little bit ago, against, uh, I mean, about Sam Howell and what the commanders may or may not be thinking with the number two overall pick. Uh, we really like what we have in Sam right now, so we're really excited about that, too. I had a, a great it's funny, I learned this from John Lynch. When you're sitting in your office all day, you kind of just get in this rut where you're just, like, it's dark. You've got all these weird lights, and you need to get out. So Sam came to the, the facility a couple weeks ago, and we got a chance to hang out. And instead of sitting in my office, we just took a walk. Took a walk around uh, uh, Commander's Park and uh, around the fields and got to know him a little bit better. So I feel really good about him, too. So um, we got a lot of different things we can do, but still really excited about him. All right, so you just heard there, I feel really good about him, meaning Sam, and quote, we really like what we have in Sam right now. Now, that doesn't mean they won't trade him. That doesn't mean his starting. What it does mean is a guy who is intentionally vague is telling you, at least right now, on the record, that they really like what they have in Sam Howell right now. He also went on to say, he mentioned specifically, Doc, they haven't decided yet Go figure. And for anybody that thinks that they have, you're you're just, again, on planet Mars. They haven't decided yet that they're definitely going to take a quarterback at number two. And he said, with that pick or later, <gasps> wait a second, you can't do that. You're not allowed to take a quarterback anywhere else in the draft besides number two, they say. Yet Adam Peters just said it this afternoon. Now, again, whether... What, where that brings us, I don't know. But f- right now on the record, for whatever it's worth, you have a general manager who says he really likes Sam and what, what what they have in Sam right now. And they got to know him a little bit, took a walk around the facility, da-da-da-da-da. And he said they haven't, of course, made a decision yet, and they haven't decided whether they're going to use the number two pick or a later pick. On a quarterback. So you have that. Take it for what it's worth. Let's say hello to Dr. Sabah right here before the top of the two o'clock hour. What's up, Doc? How are you? Hey there, gentlemen. Hey, you know, coach. I got to get the shout out when the, the doctor is in the house. Yes, we've got multiple doctors coach. in residence. Hey, he, he brought my daughter some good luck. Uh, we won the championship. A little quick update. Mm-hmm. She was killing it. 28 points. Had five threes in a four-minute span. And they were all step back. Doc yeah. was just watching the highlights. Yeah, watching and the highlights. he was just uh, blown away. Yeah. It could have been seven, Doc. Two of those were toes on the line. Yep, that's Man. good. She's not playing. So I'm very proud. And we got more tournaments going on this weekend. So hopefully my Redskins can start winning. You know, like like our team doing in basketball. I remember the days when we used to be winners, always in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So let's get to the the uh, issue at hand. I would absolutely trade Sam uh, for a third rounder um, because you can get a lot of good things out third rounder. And if they think they're going to get Drake, I think it's better that they don't compete against each other because they're best buds, and I think they both want to see each other succeed. So I think it's better to have them probably on opposite or just different teams. 
I like the trade down idea. Um, I'm not even bought into Drake. Honestly, I'm not. But I don't like the other two guys either. Um, I, I like that. I've been telling y'all trade down, and I would get uh, the wide receiver or the left tackle or something, and go ahead and get J.J. McCarthy uh, later in the first uh, round or the second if he's still there. Well, you just heard the previous caller say J.J. McCarthy and Kirk Cousins. Now, I, you know, I don't know if you're – I don't want Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't think so. But, right. I bring Taylor Heineke back here to back up J.J. McCarthy. That's what I would do. Bring him in, but I have to trade for him. I know you guys don't like that, but that's just why I think he's the smartest guy, and I think he's like having a coach. Uh, on the on the on the sidelines there, you know that also plays, and um, I want a guy that's had adversity. I don't want the guys that are always told they're great and always, you know, been the top dog and never had difficulties. I just want adversity. People who under adversity, I think that's the best thing for a quarterback to have struggled and uh, to been told you're not good enough. And like JJ McCarthy, they're saying you know you don't throw the ball because he only throws it when he needs to, and that's the kind of guy I like, a team guy. So. I vote for that, and I vote for if Sam needs to get out of here, do that. If they like him and say, hey, we think we see something in him, then absolutely keep him and um, do not draft another quarterback way high up because I just think that causes too much pressure on that uh, person and the franchise, and I don't like having that pressure because you're almost like stuck in a corner like Carolina is with Bryce Young. We know he's not the answer, but they're going to have to go through another coach or two before they figure that out. So that's my story there. All right. Love you, Doc. Thank you. you. Appreciate you. 159, Team 980 on a Tuesday afternoon. Hey, the kids are coming. The kids are coming. Wait till you hear what one piece of the future just did for the Washington Nationals. We'll have that for you in just a couple of minutes. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.